When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dale Lally, and well, uh, you know, I, I'm looking today on NFL.com, and Mark Sessler does his uh, NFL quarterback index, and he ranks all of the week one quarterback starters, one through 32, heading into week one of the NFL season. And so I know uh, Steeler fans might be interested to know where does uh, where does Mitch Trubisky rank on that chart? And uh, I was actually surprised by his ranking. I knew Trubisky wasn't going to be ranked super high. I mean, he didn't play much last year at all. Uh, you know, so that was uh, to be expected. But I was interested to see that he ranked 30th out of the 32 quarterbacks who will start week one. And here's what uh, Sessler said. Trubisky has looked apart for Pittsburgh leading up to week one. He toiled behind the Steelers offensive line that somehow looked more lost than last year's. Mitch has made the most of it, tossing crisp passes and dragging the offense out of the dark corners with his legs. Here's your week one starter and team captain. I don't think he'll be a longtime featured member of this column, though. After rookie hometown sensation, Kenny Pickett torched the field all August. I couldn't disagree with that more. Mike Tomlin has final say over who the Steelers captains are going to be for the 2022 season. All 53 players on the roster could have voted for Mitch Trubisky as a team captain. And if Tomlin didn't want that to happen because he thought, well, I may, I may bench Mitch after three weeks, um, he wouldn't make him a team captain. And yet he did. That tells me the Steelers are, are tied to Mitch Trubisky for the long term. They're not going to just turn things over to Kenny Pickett after a few weeks. I heard I was listening to another radio show this morning and the host of that show said, well, the Steelers will, they'll turn things over to Kenny Pickett after their week three game against the, uh, against the Browns because they get extra time that week to get ready for week four. No, it's not going to happen. Folks, Mitch Trubisky would have to be flat out awful for that to be the case. And you watch the same games that I did. In the preseason, I also watched every practice that the Steelers have had since, well, what, April. 
nothing is telling me that Mitch Trubisky is going to be awful in the first week, in the first month, in the first six games, in the first eight games. Look, will there be times when it doesn't look great? Absolutely. That's life. That's, that's the way things go in the NFL. That's just the reality of the situation. But there's nothing here. Uh, the idea for the Steelers is not, well, let's, let's have, have uh, Mitch Trubisky start the first eight games of the season, and then after the bye, then we'll turn things over to Kenny Pickett. That's not the way they're thinking about this. They're playing this to win and win now. I thought Mike Tomlin said it well yesterday when he said, look, you know, the expectation is the offense is going to take some time, but we expect to be a championship caliber team. And, and so we expect championship caliber offense. And Trubisky gives them right now the best shot of, of being championship caliber on offense. What did he do wrong in the preseason that makes people think that he's suddenly going to give this thing up? And oh, by the way, He's got the best set of weapons he's ever had at any point in his career. And remember, this is a guy in 2018 who led the Bears to a 12-4 and record and went to the Pro Bowl. It's not like he doesn't have talent. So I don't get the, this whole, you know, at some point, uh, Pickett is going to replace Trubisky this season. That might be the case for a lot of teams out there. Because they, have, they don't have any expectations. They just want to get there. They're playing in the long game. We're going to play this for you know, a three-year plan here. And so we want to get uh, Pickett ready for 2025 or 2024 or whatever it is down the road. That's not how the Steelers think. They play to win now. Now, do they keep an eye on the future? Absolutely. But not at the expense of the now. They've never done that. It's just not what they do. So the two quarterbacks ranked behind Mitch Trubisky were Jacoby Brissett with the Browns and Davis Mills of the Texans. Some of the guys ranked right ahead of him. And this is where I, I kind of start to, okay, maybe you, you might be uh, press pushing a little bit here with this. Marcus Mariota, 29. I think if this, well, I know for a fact that if the, if the Falcons offered the Steelers Marcus Mariota right now for Mitch Trubisky, they would say no. And I know that because when free agency came around, the Steelers made their immediate offer to Mitch Trubisky and not Marcus Mariota. They both were available. Marcus Mariota is just not as good. And I was, I was a big Marcus Mariota fan early in his career, but he can't stay healthy. And he's pretty much a, just a... He's not a great passer of the football at the NFL level. Let's put it that way. At 28 is the ghost of Joe Flacco. I mean, seriously, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Ranking Joe Flacco. This Again, this is not a career ranking. This is about the right now. I guarantee you right now, Mr. Trubisky is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. I guarantee it. Number 27 is really, really pushing it. Geno Smith of the Seahawks. Come on. Geno Smith's been in the, in the NFL since 2013, and he started 34 games in his career. He is a backup. 
just because the Seahawks are putting to put the starter next to his name doesn't mean that he's a starter. He's not a good quarterback. Mitch Trubisky's better than that. 26 is Daniel Jones. Now we're starting to get into situations where, okay, we can have this argument. Is he better than Daniel Jones? Is he better than number 25, Justin Fields? Is he better than Trey Lance at 24? We don't even know what Trey Lance is. Trey Lance has thrown less than 300 passes since he graduated high school. High school. So I don't know if if Trey Lance is is going to be a good quarterback. We have our, our suspicions about that, but I don't know that. Trevor Lawrence is at 23. Baker Mayfield at 22. Jared Goff at 21. I suspect that six to eight weeks from now, when we come back and revisit this list that uh, Sessler did on NFL.com, Mitch Trubisky is going to be much higher. And if he is, Steeler fans should be very happy about that. Number 20 on this list is Carson Wentz. Now, nobody would say Carson Wentz had a great season last year, but he's 20th on this list. As I mentioned before, the Colts got two third-round picks from Washington for Carson Wentz in the offseason. If the Steelers can, can flip Mitch Trubisky after this season for two third-round picks or a second and a third, you're loving it. That's what you should be hoping for. So, anyways, that, that's that list. I, you, you know who the guys are at number one. I will say this. He still has Tom Brady number one. And that's ridiculous. Tom Brady is not the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He just isn't. Is Aaron Rodgers at number two, Josh Allen at three, Justin Herbert at four, Patrick Mahomes all the way down at five. I mean, if we're picking up teams right now, you can have anybody in the league. I'm taking Mahomes. You can have anybody else that you want. I want Mahomes. So, but anyways, that's the uh, the quarterback index on NFL.com by Mark Sessler. I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back with more right after this. To the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And the Steelers, and Bengals for that matter, had to come out with their first injury report for the 2022 season. You know what that means? Season's just around the corner. And of course, the NFL will kick off on Thursday night with the Bills traveling to the Rams. What a great game that's going to be to kick things off. Uh, the Steelers had two guys on their injury report. One is Deontay Johnson with a shoulder injury. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. The other is Marcus Allen with a hamstring injury. He was also limited on Thursday or Wednesday. One of these things is not like the other. Obviously, not having Deontay Johnson available is a much bigger deal than if Marcus Allen isn't out there. That's just the reality of the situation. Right now, if I had to guess, and again, it's Wednesday, so we don't know. If I had to guess, I think Deontay Johnson plays on Sunday. 
it's a shoulder issue. Uh, they can do some things to protect that. Maybe put him in a harness. Um, do us do some other things that uh, give him a shot. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge uh, to play in this game and alleviate any kind of uh, issue there. But they're not going to do it if it, if there's a potential there for Deontay Johnson to injure himself for the long term. They don't want to do that. They want to make sure that they have Deontay Johnson, you know, for the next 16 games not at the expense of just having him for this first game of the season on the uh, Bengals side of things. They have three tight ends on their injury report this week, which is crazy because well, I didn't think they had this many tight ends. This doesn't even include their starter. Uh, but uh, Devin Asiasi with a quad injury did not practice. Mitchell Wilcox, another tight end with an ankle injury was limited. And then drew sample with a knee was a full participant in practice. None of the other guys, that have been dealing with injuries for the Bengals in this uh, preseason and training camp are listed on that injury report. That includes Logan Wilson and, and uh, you know, some other guys that uh, were missing from a T Higgins uh, guys like that, but that doesn't mean they're going to be ready to play play here in week one. They didn't do anything the entire preseason. They didn't start practicing until this week. So I think that's going to be one of the uh, interesting things about this game is are the Bengals, after sitting there, basically their entire offense, they didn't even play their offensive line in the preseason together. And they've got four new starters on that offensive line and didn't play them together in the preseason. I think that's a huge mistake. We've seen the issues the Steelers had with some of the continuity and communication things. And that was with them practicing and playing together. So I would expect that the Steelers go after that offensive line in this first game. A lot of stunts, you know, kind of uh, just disguising things a little bit. Make that offensive line communicate and think a little bit out there because they just haven't had the time to work together. See if they can confuse that offensive line. We'll see if it works. But that's the injury report at this time. Um, I'm a little concerned about Deontay Johnson, but not super concerned at this point. We'll see what his status is uh, Thursday and Friday. Friday will be the big day. We'll see if he's out there practicing at all. Uh, again, Mike Tomlin, over the course of his uh, career, uh, really, if a guy is kind of limited or doesn't practice uh, during the week, he typically doesn't play. If he's listed as uh, questionable on the in final injury list, he doesn't play. Tomlin last year did do a lot of uh, upgrading guys. On Saturdays, that was a new thing that he did a lot last year. I hadn't done that in the past. So we'll see what the situation is with Deontay Johnson as we move forward and get closer to week one in Cincinnati. That's going to do it for the Dale Lally Show here today on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. You can listen to all of our shows here on the network. Got lots of stuff on the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins. Of course, uh, Pitt and Penn State as well. Uh, you can hear all that. You can, of course, get Ramon Foster's uh, daily shots as well. And, uh, of course, DK's participation in that, too. Uh, but I'll be back again to talk to you tomorrow. That'll do it for today. See you then.